0: Today we celebrate the Memorial of Saints Paul Miki and Companions, the Japanese martyrs. And it is a story which begins with, actually, St. Francis Xavier, uh, who went to Japan in 1549 after being in Southeast Asia, especially in India, converting many there, uh, but St. Francis Xavier Uh, realized he needed to go on to China to really get to the Japanese culture. And so after converting about only a thousand Japanese for two years, he uh, left for China. Uh, And so he kind of left behind the Japanese mission to his Jesuit brothers. And, you know, St. Francis spoke very highly of the Japanese. He saw them as a very highly civilized uh, nation that he even considered in some ways superior to the Europeans, and he referred to them as The delight of my heart." Um, And so the Jesuits began doing uh, much mission work, and especially after 1569, when one of the shoguns, warlords there, kind of gave free reign for the Jesuits, uh, Christianity really started taking off because it was allowed publicly in that little region that the shogun had. And, you know, that conversion of these Japanese was no, no small feat because the Buddhist faith was, is, or was a very vital part of their culture. And, you know, to accept Christianity then was seen as, you know, kind of rejecting your heritage as a Japanese. And yet by 1580, the church in Japan counted 150,000 Christians, uh, you know, with 200 churches. And there were only 85 Jesuits to run all these missions. So, you know, the small number of Jesuits there with that many uh, Christians, you know, 150,000, this no small accomplishment, and it's a testimony to the power of the gospel's message. Um, but also, you know, the, the kind of method that the Jesuits uh, were using. They, the Jesuits had a great respect for the Japanese culture, uh, you know, and they would try to observe local etiquette uh, and customs, so, you know, they would address the various classes uh, like the Japanese would. They would serve sake, the Japanese wine, rice wine, to the guests. You know, they would give gifts when appropriate. Uh, you know, they avoided loud laughter or uh, boisterous behavior, because that was a sign of lack of control in Japanese culture. Uh, and most importantly, you know, they learned to use the, the Japanese language. Um, but then, the tie began to kind of change. You know, they were allowed to spread the gospel because of political reasons, but then when those political reasons change, you know, they were starting to be put more in danger. Um, And it didn't help, too, that uh, other, you know, infighting of the Christians uh, didn't help. You know, there was fanatical Christians that uh, burned down some Buddhist temples before building their churches, and then also the uh, Franciscans Spanish Franciscans started coming in and they were having some rivalry with the Jesuits Um, And then the Buddhist monks were also not very happy about the spreading of Christianity Um, And so there was different uh, You know just trials coming on and uh, One of the Japanese shoguns in 1587 suddenly ordered the Christians all Christians had to leave to leave Japan within 20 days Uh, but then by God's grace, you know, something else happened, and so the the law actually wasn't enforced. Um, But despite all these kind of trials and kind of uh, conflicts, the Japanese Christian um, population began to grow even more, from, you know, 300,000 to 500,000 amongst a population of 25 million Japanese. Um, But eventually, the persecution started to hit really real with today's saints, today's martyrs. Uh, Sparked on by, um, you know, some of that political tension, the Japanese ruler decided these Christians are a threat to their political stability. And so they had uh, 26 priests and lay Catholics rounded up, publicly mutilated mutilated them by having their ears and noses cut off, and then Crucified them, and those are today's saints that we remember. These 26 uh, Christians of Nagasaki, uh, and amongst them were uh, six Spanish Franciscans and 17 Japanese and Korean catechists, and three Japanese Jesuits: one priest, Saint Paul Miki, and two lay brothers. And you know, amongst those catechists were. Uh, or those lay people, you know, were doctors, simple artisans, servants, um, old men, and even three young boys, you know, three altar boys. And in addition to the debts, 130 churches were burned down. And after, you know, this persecution, uh, it took off even more in in 1614, a nationwide ban on Christianity came about, and so all foreign missionaries were expelled from the country, um, and those that refused to leave were arrested, killed, or forced to renounce the Christian uh, faith. And Japan as a whole entered into a period of isolation, you know, cutting off all contact with other nations. Um, And in that time, every single person that lived in Nagasaki was ordered to go through Uh, the practice of stepping on an image of Jesus or Mary, uh, called the Fumi. So they were forced to uh, renounce their faith in that way. And so that sparked on even the martyrdom of thousands more Japanese Christians. Uh, But some did survive. There were hidden Christians that for a couple centuries uh, passed on the faith, generation to generation, even though they had no priests, No missionaries, Uh, they didn't have the full, even catechism, you know, they they had only learned a little from those first missionaries. And so by the time the ban on Christianity ended in 1873, uh, it was found that there were still 20,000 hidden Christians in in Nagasaki uh, that had passed on the faith quietly to, uh, you know, generation to generation, even without any shepherds. To, to feed them, uh, and, you know, it's a, a testimony to the martyrdom of today's saints, Saints Paul, Miki, and companions. And they, during their martyrdom, uh, you know, we hear a beautiful account from today's Office of Readings. They, you know, saw their, their martyrdom as, you know, a great gift to give to the Lord, um, and so they're, you know, praising, giving thanks to God's goodness. Uh, one of the Jesuit brothers, um, you know, kept repeating, "Into your hands, Lord, I entrust my life." Uh, one of the priests was just, you know, kept his eyes turned toward heaven. Uh, another brother uh, was just thanking God aloud in a loud voice. Another brother. Uh, kept praying the Our Father and the Hail Mary, and Saint Paul Mickey, you know, saw that the cross he's now on was the noblest pulpit, you know, he had ever you know filled. Just like Jesus's cross was kind of the pulpit in which he spoke so much. Um, and so, you know, first of all, he, he pointed out, you know, he was a Japanese himself even though he was uh, a priest and that you know he was dying not for any political uh, reason but for the gospel he preached and so he gave uh, thanks to God and he these were some of his last words you know as I come to this supreme moment of my life I am sure none of you would suppose I want to deceive you and so I tell you plainly there is no way to be saved except the Christian way my religion teaches me to pardon my enemies and all who have offended me I do gladly pardon the emperor and all who have sought my death. I beg them to seek baptism and be Christians themselves. And then he looked to the fellow uh, 25 companions that he was being executed with, and he began to encourage them. And, uh, you know, joy, uh, it was said of this writer who had witnessed this, joy was glowing in all their their faces. Uh, You know, the, the crowd was really... Uh, and taken aback by amidst all this torture you know these Christians are having such joy um, and singing songs you know there was another brother who uh, was singing psalms and one of the catechists singing psalms that they had learned in their catechism class Uh, and so you know they they exhorted the people to, to live worthy Christian lives with their Uh, with their example of joy in the midst of suffering, in the midst of their martyrdom. Uh, And so, you know, all the Christians, at the end, when the the Japanese came and thrust their spears into their side, uh, you know, they would cry out to to Jesus and Mary. Um, And Jesus and Mary were with them, just like Jesus was there on the cross himself, and Mary in her heart had her uh, heart thrust with the spear, just like the Lord. And so St. Paul and Mickey and companions are a a great encouragement for us to always have that joy, you know, uh, still praying, still singing psalms, still giving thanks to the Lord in the midst of our our trials because they are ways in which we are united to the Lord and to Our Lady. And they are what, uh, you know, by that blood shed uh, in that martyrdom by the sacrifice that we unite in our trials and difficulties, that is what gives fruit to uh, the Christianity to be spread. May St. Paul making companions pray for us.
1: Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking And God bless you.